This week's episode of Choose Don't Excuse is sponsored by Muscle Donut. Muscle Donuts are gluten-free, baked, never fried, hand-dipped, and packed with 10 grams of protein. That's right, 10 grams of protein. We absolutely love them. In fact, it is one of Judy's absolutely favorite treats. If you enjoy living a healthy lifestyle, but donuts are your weakness, check out themusceldonut.com. Welcome to another episode of Choose Don't Excuse, where we explore the power of choice in your, every aspect of your life. I'm Jody, and I'm Judy. And I tell you, it has been one crazy week. <laughs> Why is it that every time we start, we always say it's been one crazy week? This is just our life. I know, and, and I think <laughs> that's an important thing. Is like, you know, I think we always say it's crazy or it's up and down or it's topsy turvy, but it really just is the nature of life. And right. When you learn that life is full of changes and movement and it's continually evolving, then the unexpected just becomes the expected. Right. Oh, that's good. Because, like, I was thinking about fluidity. I was thinking about, is it fluid? And I'm like, I think you have to decide that it's fluid. Because life is dynamic, right? Like you just said, ups, downs, turnarounds, whatever. And I think if you look at it, as ups and downs, that could be a negative connotation to you. But if you can look at it as fluid, I think that then you realize that that's just the nature of life. I mean, what does fluid mean to you? Well, is- I keep thinking about a really good interview that uh, was conducted with Bruce Lee. And he said, in life, we need to become like water. Because water flows and it moves and it hones things and it and it you know finds the correct path, but it also it takes the shape of whatever vessel it's in at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's adaptable, it's fluid, and it and at the same time it has great power and strength because water over time can erode mountains and create paths and and destinations. You know that's interesting. You said like. It finds cracks and it can lead and it goes through those cracks, right? It finds ways to get through things, even through the tiniest cracks. Water does that. So I think that's why I think of it. I think life is like fluid or can be fluid. I think some people think fluid means it's just good and flowing without any without any restraint. Right. And, you know, or being dammed up, I guess you could say. And so that's not fluid if you're damned up, right? But I think you also have a choice of breaking that dam down, you know, with the water that's powerful and, and, you know, I I don't know. I guess that's when when we, I don't even know where we're going with this, honestly, but I just kind of thought of that when we said, life is crazy this week. And I'm like, (laughs) life is crazy all the time. So this is just life. And and, and it's all how you look at it. It's all the perspective of what you, how you want to see your life. And it was great. Today I was talking with a friend and, and uh, you know, we were just discussing like stuff going on in her life, stuff going on in my life. And I said, but it's just what keeps, I just keep going. And it's like, you know, some, some things can be so devastating. And granted, you know, definitely there's some things that are going to be devastating to you that 
you have to kind of adjust and move and pivot a little bit a different way so that you can um, work with it. But really, it's just part of the, your life, so you do have to work with it. And is it going to, um, what do I want to say? Is it going to take over your life? Is the, the change or the devastation going to take over your life? Or are you going to handle it and then move on? So, or I won't even say move on, but you might have to move on in a different direction. Um, not one that you expected, right? Okay. So I know that you and I have been talking about this and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to dwell on this too long, but like right now we're dealing with this coronavirus. Okay. And so it's being affecting, well, it's affecting our nation, right? People are really wondering like, what's going on? What's going to happen? And all the hype that goes behind it. Now I have my, um, what's the word? My feelings, what my, my, your, your feelings, your my opinions. opinions, my opinions about it. You have your opinions about it. We're pretty much in sync about those opinions. But the thing is, is that right now there are, there are some people that are, um, feeling so overwhelmed by this and it's kind of taking over their life and it's they're making crippling them it's crippling, halting right, their crippling them decisions. making making changes yes all right in their or making changes in their lives and decisions that they're making and and because it's a domino effect of other people's changes in their lives things that are canceling those kind of things like events canceling so it changes their life and so i get it it's a definite domino effect but is it taking over your life that it's crippling you that you can't even function to the next thing or that's all that consumes you? Well, and the thing that I keep thinking about is are we allowing fear, fear yeah, and hysteria fear. Right, right. To, run, to, to run you? To run our lives, yeah, to run the you. decisions that we're making. And I think a lot of times we get into a position where we're fearful and we retreat or we want to curl up and, and just, you know, make it go away when there are other dynamic ways that we can respond to be proactive. And I get it. You know, we need to to make sure that we're taking in good information right. so that we can make good decisions. Exactly. But we also don't want to be um, acting out of fear right. and, and allowing that fear to drive every decision that we're making in life. Right. And you kind of have to look at, you really do have to look at the big picture, the big picture and, and really think, okay, how is this any different from maybe something else? So if we're bringing the virus into situation, how is this really any different then the bird flu, the swine flu, the different flus that keep coming every single season. Do you not remember that every single season there's a new strain of flu? Why? Because viruses do that, right? They, they create adapt. another they adapt and create another superbug because, well, they're pretty smart cells. <laughs> they really want to, they're just, that's what a virus does. And so do we have a vaccine? Well, of course not, because we've never had that strain. So it just is a domino effect of things. And really, we just need to be, and I, I like what you said, take in some good information and be smart and holistic in your view. Look at it as a whole, rather than just um, the the state at hand, what is happening right in your, you know, little hand. And I don't know. I mean, I just, 
it, it, again, you and I have our own opinions about it and it's fine and everybody has their own opinions, but I think overall the message for us is with life, things happen. Look at the big picture. How is it going to affect you in the big scheme of things? What is it, you know, what is the good information that you need to take from this so you can learn from it and then work with it and, and instead of letting it take over your life? And I keep thinking back to that analogy of water because, mm -hmm. you know, as water is flowing down a hill, when it hits an obstacle, it adjusts, right? And it'll make minor corrections so that it can find the path of least resistance. But you can also, with that same water, you can strategically dam it up and hold it back so that you can then harness its power strategically. And when we can learn to do that with the events in our life where we're learning when to be fluid and other times learning when to constrain ourselves and hold back so that we can then make the decisions in a way that enable us to leverage that power to move us forward or to affect change in our lives or in the lives of our family. And so there, there definitely is a time to hold back, but there's also a time when you need to just move and grow and be adaptable so that you can grow at, at, at the proper speed and, and momentum. I, I was thinking about just, you know, our personalities, both yours and mine. And I, I don't see us holding back much. No. <laughs> and, so, and so I just, but I think that there are times when definitely we have to, I like the holding back. I like the damming up because you're saying I'm holding back. I'm preserving. That's what a dam does at a reservoir, right? Preserving the water, preserving that that area of water so that it can use it correctly, can yeah. use it efficiently. And so that's where when you hold back, when you, you're being patient and you're kind of waiting and you're kind of saving and you're thinking, hmm, or it's like saving energy, right? So like, you know, you and I seem to enjoy, I don't want to say burning the candle at both ends, but we do enjoy... Um, we, I think we just thrive. We enjoy pushing. We yeah, enjoy, we, we, we want to live challenge. every single well, aspect like of life to the fullest. Right? But we do yes. also know when it's time to rejuvenate. And we do set aside time for ourselves individually and, and, and as a family to rejuvenate. And um, that's important too. And that's when you um, harness the, the energy so that you can utilize it again more efficiently later on and so it's just a it's just like that it's just i don't even want to call it a balancing act because people think balance means 50 50. no it doesn't yeah. necessarily need to mean that because it's it's what is balanced for you but it just means that you're going to learn how much you can give how much you can take how much you can be patient for um, how much you, you know, it's, it's, it, there is a balancing act, but it's, um, the balance has to be what's right for you. Yeah. And that balancing act is really an interesting thing because I, I like what you said. Balancing doesn't mean 50, 50. 
it can mean at times that you're doing 120 against 10 and other times it's 20 against 100 and um you know there are events and situations in our life that you need to consider the events of life and not just be so rigid that you're trying to balance everything out and one of the things that i was thinking about was you know one of the areas that I'm learning how to constrain myself, especially, you know, with differing opinions is knowing when to actually just constrain what I want to say and listen and hold back and allow people to express their concerns, their fears, their their side of the story. And when I allow them that courtesy, it does a couple things. One, it gives me added perspective about where they're coming from, the true concerns of their heart. And it allows me to then make a response or a statement that is more well considered instead of reactionary. Because it's easy to just make a flippant remark, especially me. And it's like, a lot of times I just want to go, that's silly. What are you talking about, man? Let's, you know, let's just move forward and let's not allow these events to hold us back. But I recognize that there are different personalities and different experiences that led to people being where they are at this point in their life. And trying to have that, quote, balance of knowing when to be flexible and when to set the boundaries and say, you know what, these are the course of actions that we're going to take because of this information that I have and we're going to move forward strategically. And so... You know, as I think about, you know, I think a lot of times we think of a dam as just stopping it. But like you said, a dam enables you to preserve it and enables you to hold back so that you can strategically release as you need that resource or that power or whatever that you've been holding on to. I just think about, I picture when you said all that, I was like thinking about, so it's not it's not um a hidden well what is it called boy it's not um a hidden fact that you and I ha- are opinionated okay <laughs> uh, but it it you know obviously because we wouldn't be talking and we wouldn't be doing a podcast but it's it's one that when we think everybody thinks they're right that's the thing. Right. Everybody thinks they are right. Okay. And so obviously you and I are not excluded from that. So it takes a lot of restraint to not want to just, you know, blurt out your thoughts and your feelings. Um, and be condescending and be rude. You can be, right? right? I mean, yes. we all can be. In fact, you know, I mean, I know that you and I just in our own conversation sometimes like yesterday, you were saying, what are you doing? Why are you getting upset at me? And I thought, I'm not getting upset at you. Then I realized, oh, I could be a little passionate about the way I'm thinking <laughs> and my, my body language, my facial <laughs> expressions can, you know, attribute to that, attribute to that passion. And, and in the back of my head, I'm like, why are you thinking that I am? And I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to take it. And that's the hard part, right? Because you're like, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, no, I'm not. And then I realized, okay, well, obviously... He thinks I am. He feels that I am, 
you know, uh, feeling upset. And so I have to just like check myself and go, okay, if that could be it. I don't think I feel that way, but I guess I'm reacting that way. And that takes a lot of, um, I don't want to say courage or just like self-awareness and humility to stop yourself and say, you know, say, okay. Because I know for me, it's like, I'm like, no, I'm not. Leave me alone. You're not, you know, and then I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess I am because I'm already feeling that way. So it just takes, it does take humility to stop and quit and not react and not want to say what you want to say. And it takes a lot of patience to listen to somebody else and say, because you're thinking ahead of time yes. already yes. what your next words are going to be because you're like, oh my gosh, you're being dumb. I can't believe you're saying these things and all that kind of stuff. And then, But then if you take it into the effect of like their opinion matters too. So look at that, listen to it and, you know, you know, shelf your thoughts. Um, that's okay. You might even have to write it down because I know I feel like I need to write it down because I'm thinking I don't want to forget what I want to say. But I want to offer the person courtesy on how to respond. I think about our kids. So especially when you say, you know, you want to bite your tongue. You don't want to say what they're, you know, because you're like thinking at 10 steps ahead going, I know why you're feeling this way. I know why you're thinking this way. I know how to solve it. I, I know just how listen. to solve it because I need to, <laughs> like, right? You, you think that because you already have experienced that. But right. the, here's the thing. And this is with everybody. They haven't experienced it yet. No. Just because you have and you've had the chance to learn from it, we have to offer them that opportunity to learn from it too. As painstakingly, what? As painstaking as it is oh, to yeah. watch. Oh painstaking, <laughs> yeah, painstaking as it is to watch and wait, it's, it's okay. Because then, as you had said too, you actually gain another perspective. Well, and they need to work through that challenge themselves. As much as you want to try to help them solve the problem, they need the exercise of working through that decision themselves and bearing the consequences if they don't heed that, right? And unfortunately, and fortunately, experience is one of the greatest teachers in life. It is the greatest teacher. Here's here's something, though. I always feel... I've, I've stopped feeling this way after a while. I mean, it, but it I, I had to take time to learn it, right? I would feel responsible for them like crashing and burning. Even after saying, hey, it's probably, you know, let's just use touching a stove. Let's just use that as an example. I'm like, I don't touch the stove. It's hot. Don't touch the stove. It's hot. And boom, they touch it. And you're like, oh man, I didn't keep them away from it. I should have done this. I should have turned it off. I should have pulled them away. I should have whatever. I should have done this, should have done that. And then I feel responsible when I've told them not to, and they still did it anyway. And it's like, well, I guess they're not going to do it again. I hope, you know, but it's, but they have to learn that. Right. But then I feel some kind of personal responsibility and that's where we have to say, Hey, no, you did your part. You did what you're supposed to do as a trainer, as a personal trainer. You know, you're giving them their workout plan, their nutrition plan and all that. And then they're like, well, I haven't seen the results. I haven't done this and that. And I was like, well, have you followed the plan? Well, not totally. totally. I'm not, you know, doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm like, okay, well, it's your responsibility to follow through. But I still 
feel like, gosh, I should have checked in with them more. I should have done this and that. And it's like, at some point, they have to take personal responsibility too. And I think that's that's the whole thing about it. It's it's hard. It's hard for the person that's teaching. It's hard for the person that's learning. But it's all growing together. Well, it's that empathetic side of your personality mm. that really wants to see people succeed. Exactly. And you want to do everything you can to help them. And when they don't execute, even though it's up to them ultimately to execute on the plan, you still are sad because you know that it'll work for them if they'll just execute. And I think one of the challenges for me, and you often say this to me because I'm such a high D, I'm a, I'm, I'm a very driven person. And you'll often say, wow, Jody, you're, you need to tone your language down the way you're talking. And I don't feel like I'm being direct <laughs> or overbearing. I know. We just said that's why I'm thinking about it. We, we just, just had, had conversation that conversation. Me. Like, I, I know. That. Because yesterday you were. I'm like, well, right? But, but oh, a lot I think times, it is because you don't recognize that from me because I don't do that often. No, I know. And so she's <laughs> <laughs> laughing because she got me back, right? <laughs> so, but, but I think, you know, I have to learn as a driver, as a high D and a high I, that I have to give people space that are maybe more calculated and more, you know, uh, less, um, uh, what sort of, no, not driven. They're less averse to taking risks, right? They're very calculated and they want to make sure everything lines up and they worry about every little detail where I'm like, you know what, let's just move and let's and have some faith. And and it's I feel constrained. But they if they don't have those pieces aligned for them, mm -hmm. they feel like they're being led off the cliff without any plan. Mm -hmm. Right. And so learning <laughs> how to <laughs> learning how to communicate in a productive, direct way, considering all the sides of the story is really, really critical. Um, and it's a it's a challenging thing because, as you said, it requires you to be self-aware of both your strengths and also your limitations because your strengths can also be limitations. Well, just like my, my high D can be a strength, it can lead us to great things, but it also can be overbearing and, and really, yeah. you know, overwhelm oh, people, right, right. right? And so it can be a, a double-edged sword. And so we need to learn how to wield that double-edged sword, not as a chopping block, but as a, a, a carving knife where we're whittling, That's you know, nice. a I nice like path like for that. everybody to succeed. Yeah, and it's hard to be everything to all people though it's really hard to yes, be it is. everything to all people so you're not going to um what's not attract but jive like basically you're not going to jive with all people so you kind of have to just know that yeah and and but it's but it's important i think that if you don't jive with all people at least offer them the respect that's pretty pretty much you know I think overall that you just have to offer them the respect to listen to them courteously, you know, offer your opinions courteously. I mean, I know that you and I have been involved with people that, you know, are just, I don't even know what they are. They're not even, I don't know if they're D's or they just, no, D's are driven. I is what? In, interactive. Okay. S is more supportive and C is calculated. Okay. Those are the different personalities, the DISC assessment. And so... 
But those that actually, and I'm not sure what this is, but there are some that we don't often come across people like this in our lives. Probably not, definitely not our, I don't want to say they're not our friends. They're but not our tribe. They're not our tribe. But those that actually are so like driven that they actually have to pressure you and pound it into your head by yelling, by you know, oh, yeah. and being belligerent. Yeah. And yeah. I don't even know what that, that is. That doesn't work for anybody. But I no. Don't. And but, so it, but it is their characteristic, that's right? That's characteristic. They're, they're at extreme high D no, I don't even at the think, cost of everything else. But that's I don't even my, know if that's... Oh, but maybe that I'm wrong. That's a militant D? I don't know. Yeah. That's a crazy D. But I just think that that's, that's not productive either. So really, if anything, if we want to um, be able to understand and be fluid like we're trying to talk about... It's being, um, being, being respectful. Yeah. Really. It's it really being respectful. does come down to that. Yeah. Being respectful, being courteous. And so like, you know, and I have to be, and being humble. Like I said yesterday, I'm like, why are you saying that I'm acting like this? And then I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, if he is, then I, if he's saying that he's obviously, he's feeling that way. So I have to respect that and check myself. And that's really what it is. You and just recognizing can, that it's okay to be different. Yeah. Right? To have a different perspective and a different view. And that's not been easy, I think, for you as a D, as a dad. You're like, I want it this way. And you grew up in a military home. So you oh, grew yeah. up yes, where sir. it's, it's got to be this way or the highway. And then you came across me and I'm like, uh, you check yourself at the door because <laughs> I won't handle that here. That's just not how it's going to go. And you've had to... You know, and especially with our kids, and each one of them has this different, very different personality. I've learned time. to be more fluid. I definitely have learned yeah. to be more fluid. Well, and you... I actually like that. Um, you know, learning how to just let things go that are really not that important. <laughs> They're just You're not still that learning important. It. And no, I we're, am still we're learning. Still, we're right? both still learning. Yeah, I, I still am learning it. And, and, you know, even with some of our kids right now, it's like, you know, I I know what will help them in certain situations, right? But that they have to go through it themselves. They have to learn. And I have to be loving, respectful, kind, patient enough to allow them to go through that and be willing to walk side by side with them and be able to put my arm around them and say, you know what? I love you. I know it's hard right now. We're going to get through this one day at a time. And I think we need to do that with everybody, whether they're in your family or not. Well, because you just, you know, the other person not only has to go through it, but they have to go through it because of their own dynamic situations in their life, you know, and their own personalities. Um, and is as long as we're trying to be fluid and work with that, you know, because, right, because it feels like, they're like the jagged rocks in the middle of the river. They're like these big old boulders in the middle of the river. And you're thinking, you know, if you would just go with me, we can go down the river together freely and easily or whatever. But it's like, you know what? It's just that they have to hone down their own rocks and smooth out, smooth it out their way over their time. And that takes, that's going to, in order for the for them to be their best selves, in order for any of us to be our best selves, we have to grow at our pace. Yeah, I, I amen to that. So 
Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Obviously, we could continue this conversation. I have tons of ideas already going on in my head that would lead to another 30 minutes of conversations, but we will save that for another podcast because there's always great stuff to talk about. But we want to thank you for joining us on this journey as we explore how to make the best choices in our lives so that we can become the best versions of not only ourselves, but also as each other, as a family, as a community, and help all of us to to become the best versions of ourselves. So as always, please remember to like, subscribe, and give us a review and share this with your friends so that we can get more people listening. And we always love the conversation. And as always, mahalo. mahalo.